Hello, hello, good morning. Morning, everybody. Let me know if you can hear me. I think everything's uh, working fine this morning. We've got, um, as as it has as it happens, isn't it? Always the way with uh, a bit of technology and stuff. Uh, turn it on this morning and it started the automatic update. So uh, a little bit later this morning, but you know that's the way it rolls. Good to see, uh, good to see you guys on. Morning, Alison and Brendan and Jeremy, Abdul, Stephen, Laura, Nigel. Fantastic, Sharon. Great to see you here. Hey, uh, got a few questions from yesterday's Wealth Coffee Chat um, about the asset protection, and I thought I'd do a part two today. There it is on the screen, part two. Uh, let's do part two today um, around the company and trust structures because it's always a little bit confusing, this this one. Um, so stick with me. We're going to talk about company, trusts, asset protection, um, uh, whether it actually works or not, and uh, we'll talk about that. You might be surprised in a minute. Uh, so anyone who's new, Jason Witten's my name. It says it down there. And um, welcome to Wealth Coffee Chats. Uh, this It's a podcast too. If you miss it, you can download it or listen to it on uh, Spotify or uh, iTunes or whatever it is. And um, happen, it happens each day, around about 8.05, um, sometimes uh, a little bit later, but usually between 8.05 and 8.10, we kick off and usually have a bit, a bit of a chat about 15 or 20 minutes, uh, 20 minutes conversation, chat, wealth coffee chat, matter of fact, uh, about property investing and investing in general. Uh, I've been investing over 20 years in the real estate space. That's my experience. That's my technical training. Um, and that's my passion. I love it. I enjoy it. Um, and I've done well out of it. And each day we get to hang out with you guys and teach a little bit about what, what I know. Uh, and also we've been coaching property investors to build their portfolios um, extremely well over 18 years as well. So that's a little bit about us. If you're new, if you're new, um, give us a shout in the chat. We've got uh, someone who's coming in as Facebook user. Sometimes Facebook does this, um, starting work late in Melbourne today, so you can join uh, a live. So great to have you here, whoever you are. Uh, so today, part two, part two. Uh, of asset protection, okay? Been there, done that, got the T-shirt. <laughs> I like it, Alison. Uh, this is our new, um, our new T-shirts. We've got some merchandise coming uh, coming our way for here at Positive. Uh, anyone who's in the mentoring program, you know our underlying foundational piece is about people, place, and planet. Um, we love helping people. Uh, we like the idea that real estate improves places uh, that we live, makes it healthier, and uh, we want to make sure we take care of the planet. Uh, if you guys don't know, on the Wealth Coffee Chats, if you're not in our mentoring program, we uh, do two initiatives uh, that uh, pay um, our economic well-being forward here at Positive, and uh, we uh, help uh, educate others around the world. We've built, we've built 16 schools. Um, over 7,000 kids go to school every day uh, through our schools um, and uh, are educated, which is amazing. I love education. And the other part is we contribute to um, uh, replanting a forest. It's called the Big uh, the big Scrub and um, offset carbon and make all of our properties that our investors invest in carbon neutral or even carbon positive. So anyway, there you go. Um, uh, away we go. So yeah, Alison, keep an eye out for the t-shirt. <laughs> uh, but listen, folks, what do, what do we want to do on part two today? Um, 
Yesterday, we talked about um, companies and trusts at the end of our chat about asset protection, and we'll get, we'll get on to that in a minute. Let's do like a little, little 30-second um, recap on what we, what we chatted about yesterday. Asset protection for property owners under the PAYG world, basically owning a property in your own name. So you as, as Bob or Mary or Alison or Chris or whatever it is, you own it, um, and according to the ATO, the owner is Alison uh, Newman, right? And so how can you as a person protect yourself from any un, you know, un, um, unplanned events? Uh, well, that was insurance. Important to get the right insurance, both property and personal insurance. The right property manager who runs the property well for you. And you can protect yourself via debt processes, right? You know, uh, we talked about it yesterday. No cross-securitization, no cross-collateralization, offset accounts and redraws and buffers, okay? And then the other one, um, which, uh, which Alison brought up was like the quality, the quality quadrant, right? Quality location, quality property, quality tenant, quality property manager, okay? So, um, that was the PAYG world. Um, and, uh, had a question, a couple of questions yesterday at the end of our conversation about companies and trust structures. And uh, I thought I'd dive into that one today. And um, why, why did I say at the end of it, big no-no, big massive no-no, no need um, or very, uh, uh, it's very unlikely that you as a PAYG earner would require or need a company, a trust structure uh, for asset protection or property ownership in general, um, for in most circumstances, okay? And this is, you know, there's a, a little bit of a balancing act, but we're going to talk about that today um, as we go forward. So that's the little recap, folks, about where we are, um, about part two of the world of company and trust structures, okay? Some of the challenges we get, um, or some of the questions I've been um, asked about company and trust structures uh, yesterday was um, what if that's a trust and this is a company? Now, and, and this is often uh, a, a suggested setup and we'll do a company itself um, uh, in a minute as well, but let's, let's chat. So I had a question yesterday and I can't remember uh, who asked it. I'll, I'll go and tag that person in this, this one today. If you're here, uh, give us a shout out in the chat. But there was a question about if I get sued as an individual, as a person, right? Uh, if I get sued as a person and I've got some challenges in that space, uh, do doesn't company and trust structures protect me? Uh, and the, the, the answer to that is a little complicated, but it, uh, the, the, um, the answer is, well, it depends. And, and most likely, no. Most likely, no. Okay. Um, has, uh, in company and trust structures, what are the things that you might be concerned about? Okay. Um, if you're going to get, um, if you're going to get, uh, have some challenges and problems from an asset protection point of view in company and trust structures, what are the major problems that you guys might think that might occur? Tell me in the chat right now. Give us, give us, um, give us a little bit of feedback. Uh, the first one was, um, you know, what happens if something, uh, what happens if something untowards happens? Now, this is very rare. Listen, folks, 
Like I've been doing this 20 plus years with coaching people and I can count on one hand 7,000 plus clients across Australia and New Zealand who've been sued for their properties, okay? Okay, they or sued because a tenant fell over or whatever. You know, a tenant fell over should be covered by insurance. But tell me in the chat, what do you guys think? Other than being sued, what are the things that I, uh, that people sort of say, oh, you know, what do I need to protect from? And there's two that I hear all the time uh, when it comes to companies and trust structures. Chuck them in the chat if you think you know um, or, uh, or some you've heard of, okay? Now, um, uh, there's two of them. The first one, uh, I want to be protected from the banks, okay? Um, job loss, yeah, Brendan, yeah. I, what happens if I lose my job? Yep. Um, any, any, any others there? Any other suggestions? You know, banks will connect that um, in a minute to job loss. Um, oh, like if I get sued... If I've got some financial troubles, job loss, I've got to be protected from the banks. And the other one, um, unfortunately, is um, I've had this question a number of times. You know, like uh, I want to keep my assets away from a partner um, for some description, divorce. You know, uh, I'll put it in a company trust structure. Um, So, ladies and gents, here's what I can tell you. All right. Uh, Companies and trust structures... No, the, uh, the, um, the laws of the land see right through companies and trust structures, um, especially if it's just you. It gets more complicated if it's multiple owners and, and stuff like that, but it's you. It's Bob, Mary, Jane, Sharon, Chris, whatever it is, and you're saying, I want to keep it away from another person, and I'm going to own it in a company trust structure. You get divorced, um, the courts of the land, eh, they look straight through that. There's no protection. Okay. Now, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I think that's pretty low act um, to be trying to do that. But you know, I'm just letting you know what the facts are. Uh, if you've got children, you should be taking care of them. Anyway, that's 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 my opinion. Um, but uh, I'm not here to to espouse that one today. All right. At the end of the day, um, number two, uh, banks. Uh, if I've got a company or trust structure and I can't pay the bills. I'll, I'll be protected from the lenders. Eh, no. What happens, tell me folks right now, if you have ever borrowed from uh, through a company or a trust structure, what happens to the director of this, um, this company? The director of that company or down here we have what's called um, uh, beneficiaries. Beneficiaries. Or at this level, that might be an individual person. Sometimes it's a company, sometimes it's an individual person, and that person's called a trustee. Okay. Um, what happens? What, are the, what does the bank ask for when you're either a director of a company that's borrowing money, which is a company trust structure, or you're the trustee of a trust? What does the lenders ask for? What do they ask for, team? Do you guys know this one? Um, some of you might not because you're not exposed to company and trust structures, but they ask for what's called PGs, personal guarantees. So with like, oh well, I'll, 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 whatever misunderstanding, misinformation is there, company and trust structure uh, protects me from a from a bank and lending if I can't pay. Morning heartache. Morning. Um, no. You won't lend money through any structure in any way 
especially when it comes to real estate, unless you have a personal guarantee. So the director and the trustee are on the hook anyway. Okay? These two, you do not get any protection whatsoever. Okay? Zero. Okay? The other one up here. What happens if I get sued? Okay. So let me give you two, two bits of feedback in this section. If you own real estate, let's say you own a property over here um, in your company and trust structure, you are the director or the trustee, okay? You're in charge of this, okay? That's very clear, okay? Um, if you get sued, what happens is someone might sue the trust or the company uh, and they would join you as the trustee or the director because you meant to be in charge, okay? Um, there is a small amount of protection in there uh, for you, but at the end of the day, that asset can be taken away from the trust without you being part of that process, all right? Um, it, that can happen. Now, it's very rare, like I said before, like I, in this real estate investing place, I haven't seen this, gee, folks, it's so, so rare it's not funny, right? So there's this kind of fear-mongering out there like, yeah, Yo, you're going to get sued by these terrible tenants. You know, put it in a company trust structure. The worst frigging conversation I've heard in forever. It's, it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, so can you be protected? A small amount. A small amount. But if you break the law, let's say this. Let's say, let's say you wouldn't, let's say you didn't or wouldn't um, fix. I'll give you a real example where I've seen this. Uh, in Queensland, uh, it's law to have fire alarms uh, in your properties, okay? Fire alarms in your properties. Now, uh, you, you have to pay money. It's thousands of dollars to install them. Some landlords are like, I'm not doing that. I haven't done that for 20 years. I'm not going to start now. They don't install the fire alarm. The house burnt down. Um, nobody lost their lives, um, but there were some injuries so now the uh, the landlord is going to be sued and got sued, right? So um, there is zero, there is no protection when you break the law, ladies and gents, folks. If you did the wrong thing, it's irrelevant if you own in a company, trust or whatever, all right? Not going to happen, not going to happen. Zero Zippo um, protection in that space, okay? So the, the protection can happen here if you've got some other interests which are, have nothing to do with the real estate. Let's say you did a business deal that went wrong and someone tried to sue you. They can't now go and get the properties because technically you don't own the property, okay? So that is something that can happen. Um, but lending, no, you're not protected in any way. Uh, you're not protected from partnership. Uh, breakups in any way, especially marriage partners or life partners or or that sort of stuff. And if you break the law, if you don't fix your property and the tenant breaks their leg, it's irrelevant. Okay, so so uh, hopefully you guys are following along with this stuff. For me, for most of you guys, uh, when it comes to um, asset protection, our conversation yesterday about the asset protection triangle: insurance, property manager, and debt. That is absolutely rock solid when it comes to protecting you 
and your family and your wealth. Um, so make sure you get onto that, okay? At the end of the day, um, for company and trust structures, the problem, the challenge, let's have a look at this just quickly um, as we go along. Let's have a look at owning as an individual uh, and owning in a company trust structure. Okay, so what are the things, what are the things that we, we want to manage the cost of when it comes to um, uh, owning property? What are the taxes we want to manage, okay, as we go? So number one, we want to manage our PAYG tax. For most of you guys, most of us, if we've got a job, PAYG tax is a problem um, that we want to manage, okay? So um, how do we do that, right? Number two, we want to manage uh, another tax uh, in this space, um, which is capital gains tax, CGT. We want to manage another tax, which is land tax. Um, as we go along, you, you guys, uh, you guys know, know these ones um, as we go. So let's have a look at these three things. And then I'm going to put down here the cost to administer, administer this, okay? So this, this will blow your mind, right? Okay, so PAYG. So let's go over here. Um, number one, can you get PAYG? Um, um, can you get PAYG? Can you get PAYG? Can you depreciate the property as a as a PAYG earner, someone with a job? And can you get a tax deduction when you own it in a company trust structure? The answer is no. You cannot get personal tax deductions as the individual, even though you are on the bloody hook for the lending. It's it's ludicrous. It's stupid. If you own that property in a company trust structure, you can't claim depreciation in your personal name, right? So no tax back when you own it, right? Capital gains tax. Now, um, capital gains tax after 12 months is actually fine. So there's a tick in the box for that one, okay? It's the same um, for... Uh, as an individual over here. So number one, number two, number three, and number four. So let's have a look at this. Um, over here, boom, tick in the box. Amazing for minimizing your personal tax and increasing your cash flow, owning it in your own name. Over here, capital gains tax treatment after 12 months is exactly the same. No difference between individuals um, uh, as we go, um, and there's a small argument. There's a small argument for trusts um, uh, as you get to property sort of seven, eight, nine, ten. But for the first five, no. All right, let's have a look at this uh, land tax. Okay, no threshold. It, ladies and gents, uh, properties owned in a company trust structure in many states of Australia, have a zero threshold. So from the moment you own it, you're paying land tax. All right? Okay. Um, over here, you get a threshold. If you own properties in your name in the right way across multiple states, you pay zero land tax. You guys know this one, right? Okay, over here. Let's have a look at now. This is, the, this is one, which, what's called the cost, the cost to administer. This thing here on top of your personal tax return, right? So let's say your personal tax return costs $1,000 a year, no matter what, right? 
um, for you as an individual. Now you've got to pay for tax returns for a company and a trust. Okay, so that will be easily. Not only will the, the setup of this cost you probably $3,000, but it will now cost you $3,000 a year to administer and maintain. Three grand a year. You times that by 10 years, that's 30K. 30K to own a property in a company trust structure, which you can't get depreciation, right? You have no land tax threshold, okay? And the cost slash lending, let's just do this. Uh, I'll put this cost slash lending. You can lend money uh, in here. Absolute rubbish, right? The, 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 um, the banks hate lending in these structures above 80%. It's, it's almost impossible unless you're in the medical industry, a doctor, right? Um, and over here, happy days. Individual killing it, crushing it, okay? So for me, you know, what happens, just check this out, folks. Like, like if we do the quick math just before we finish up. The mathematics of depreciation at just an everyday property for someone on about a hundred grand would be able to get back three to five thousand dollars in real cash every year. So let's just call it three thousand. Let's just add up the, the dollars over 10 years. So we've got 30k in depreciation locked up in here. You can use it later, by the way. Okay, but it doesn't come out to you as an individual, it has to stay in here. And then you have to sell this property to, to, to have any gain on that or the property has to kick into positive cash flow in 10 or 15 years' time. No benefit today. You've got another $30,000 worth of problems when it comes to the cost, all right? So the downside um, could be thirty dollars to $60,000 of real cash, real cash, folks, that you don't get to use or you have to put here um, as a difference in your own name, okay? So um, hopefully that makes sense. For some of you guys, if you're in the world of PAYG and you've got a job, um, companies and trust structures are just not appropriate for your situation. Now, if you could wave a magic wand and in 20 years time, if you could put all up with all of this cost and problem now, in 20 years time, there might be some benefits of being able to split capital gains in a certain way and other things. But, you know, 20 years time, you'll never get there if you get bled dry, you know, literally tens of thousands of dollars a year as a PAYG earner. It's not going to work. All right. We've done this a thousand times, folks. Um, anyway, hopefully that makes sense. Anyone got any questions? Chuck them in the chat. Brendan said, can you get some insurance contacts? Brendan, the best connection, you're in the mentoring program. Mate, put it, put that uh, question in the uh, Facebook group and connect with our um, property managers, uh, Cass and Emma and the team, so Positives Property Managers, and they will tell you the best insurance for property stuff, mate. Um, and... Uh, there's a couple of good ones out there, but it, it does depend on the type of property you own and where you own it and, and so on. Um, there's two or three good ones that we use constantly. So, mate, uh, whack that in the chat. 
And um, away you go. Yeah, Terry Shearer is one of them. Hardik. Um, and there's a couple, there's two other companies that actually are quite good. And sometimes Terry Shearer's policies got a little bit beat up over COVID time. Um, so, uh, yeah, just check in on that one. Uh, anyway, folks. Yeah, Carol. Good, good question, Carol. Uh, Carol just asked, you know, she's got an investment property in a family trust already. You know, is it worth putting it in your own name or selling it and buying something else? It's a big question. It's a good question, Carol. Um, and often the answer is yes, it is worth selling it and restructuring it if it's causing you cash flow issues, Carol, right? So, you know, if that property is positive cash flow, you know, and it's making 10 grand a year in cash flow straight off the bat, um, pre-tax, then, you know, maybe it's worth keeping now because it's done, done the job, done the work. The problem with those properties, Carol, is you getting equity in those properties and getting the tax benefits now as an individual is very difficult for you to make the most of the assets you have. Um, and sometimes, even though the property is doing well, it's actually holding you back from buying a second and a third and a fourth because it's complicated and the lenders don't like it. So, um, Carol, what I would suggest if you're serious about getting the, the, an accurate answer to that question is reach out to your coach. And if you don't have a coach, you need one. Um, uh, get a coach who knows what they're doing and uh, go through those questions because that can be that can be million dollar questions right there, Carol. You know that that could be two more investment properties if you unlock your buying power, if you unlock your equity, you unlock your potential, or it could be no more properties. And in twenty years' time, that could be worth millions of dollars to you. So um, it's a good question. And I'm glad you're asking it. Uh, and I encourage you to seek out the answer, the, the exact answer for you. Okay. Um, hopefully that was useful, folks. Uh, anyway, we've gone over time a little bit today. Got a bit excited. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thanks for joining me. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted for, um, yep, get on to Vicky. Nice one, Carol. Um, uh, done and dusted Thursday, 9th of December. Crikey, is December, folks. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're here. All right, that's it. I'm rabbiting on. I've got to go. You guys got to go, I'm sure. Good to see all of you guys. Thanks for joining. Thanks for dialing in. Great to see you. And um, yep, see you tomorrow around about the same time, 8.05. Adios, folks. Happy Thursday to you, Hardik. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.